If you don't use a CRM already, or if you are looking for a CRM jam-packed with features, we highly recommend HoneyBook. They have saved us a ton of time, which correlates to saving us money. We really love how simple it is to use and work through, from everything to sending out a brochure to creating an automated workflow. We feel they have everything you need. Just a disclaimer, we are affiliates of HoneyBook and we would receive a small commission. So we would love it if you used our link below to start saving time and money today. Episode 5 of Wedding Filmmaking for Beginners. Today's episode is going to be a little techie. We're going to be talking just in general terms about how we use YouTube to live stream our weddings. And we wanted to walk everybody through what our settings look like and what that looked like for us. I love talking about technical stuff. My wife hates it. But this episode is going to be fun fun for me just because I, I like kind of going through things. We're going to make a kind of a compendium episode to this that we're going to post on YouTube that's going to show, that's going to physically show you all the settings and everything as we go through actually setting it up. So for the most part, we're just going to be talking today about how to use YouTube and live streaming to adapt to the coronavirus and offer a little bit more for your weddings. All right, so let, let's talk about our setup. We have a MacBook Pro, this one right here, if you're watching on YouTube. We use a GH5, uh, just a standard GH5, not GH5S or anything. Uh, I actually use the GH5S on a gimbal for the ceremony, but anywho. Uh, we use the CamLink 4K. Let me tell you about this CamLink 4K. I spent like $260 on this thing off eBay because it is unbelievably hard to find. Now... What I would highly encourage people to do is when you need to purchase additional equipment to offer a service, to offer something new, you need to reflect that in your price, just in general terms. It needs to be marketable and feasible for you to be able to offer this service. So I had to purchase a CamLink 4K. Uh, we're using... I had to buy a constant power supply for the camera because I was horrified that it would go out. Like there, there's a bunch of different things that we had to purchase in order to broadcast our stuff and the quality that we wanted to broadcast it in. So I would highly encourage that if you're going to make an investment in equipment, whether that's getting a GoPro or, you know, getting something for your cell phone, that that cost is reflected inside of your, uh, inside what you charge for your service. So we use YouTube and OBS, both of which are free. And uh, like I said, we're using a constant power supply to the camera. We're using a constant power supply to the computer. And then we also have a uh, Alcatel wireless hotspot. So we use T-Mobile and uh, that that's just what they offered at T-Mobile. That was the, the, that literally came out the week before we decided to purchase one. So we invested in a wireless hotspot. We invested in a dummy battery for the GH5. I had to go buy a new uh, power strip for everything, uh, use an extension cord, 
uh, all that good stuff. So again, I looked at how much money I was spending for all of that. And that factored into how much we were charging to live stream a ceremony. So that's, we charge $9.99 to add it on or $14.99 for us to single stream the, the ceremony. Uh, so let's kind of look through, let, let's, let's look at YouTube and OBS. Both are free, which is great. Whoop. Uh, if you don't, if you're doing wedding videography and you don't have a YouTube channel, you're missing out. You really need to get a YouTube channel. It's free. It's quick to set up and you need to be pushing your content out on YouTube because Google is the number one search engine. YouTube is number two, both of which are owned by Google. So you, you really need to get a YouTube page. The issue with using YouTube and live streaming is YouTube, uh, if you don't have, I think it's a thousand followers, then you can only live stream to computers. And I have not tested, I know if you ever look at, you know, Chrome or Firefox, there's a setting in there that you can say view as desktop. I didn't get a chance to actually test to see if you went to YouTube and clicked view and, and desktop, or you shared it to, you know, Firefox or something like that, that you could kind of trick the system into thinking that you were on a desktop and then be able to view the live stream. I was busy live streaming. Um, so that's something to consider something that we should all probably look into, but I've never had a complaint with a client on most people that are watching it or, you know, especially right now are elderly family members that can't travel and that kind of stuff. So they're, they're watching it on uh, a desktop anyways. The, it's really easy to set up and get running. I, you know, I fiddled with it for a few minutes and figured it out. I did a couple of test runs uh, in my kitchen, making sure that everything was functioning the right way. So it, it, is, per, it is relatively easy to set up the what I like about the YouTube aspect is you can create an unlisted link, share the unlisted link to the couple. They can give it to all their family members. And then it's really only the people that they want to watch. They're the ones that are going to be watching it. And that's, that's, that to me was important. I know with Facebook, uh, I think it just creates a live link on your Facebook page. There's nothing wrong with using that. It's just that, you know, if you have a thousand followers or a, a thousand, you know, people that like your page, it's going to announce to all of them that you're, you're watching. And then all of them are going to tune in some couples just, they're, they're not a fan of that idea. So I like, I like having the unlisted link personally. Uh, what I also like about the YouTube piece of it is it saves the video under the live stream link. So if you have the unlisted link, you can go back over and over and over again and continue to watch that ceremony that we leave them up. We let the couple give the link out to whoever they want for them to go in and watch it. We put some branding on the video itself in the description, like, you know, Hey, like us on Facebook or follow us on YouTube. Or if you like to film, you know, if you like us to film your wedding, click here, that kind of stuff. But other than that, we leave the video unlisted. We're not putting in a ton of title cards or that kind of stuff. We just, we leave it for the couple to be able to 
go back and watch family members go back and watch. I know with one of them that we did not too long ago, it has over 200 views. The first, the day itself, there were 36 people concurrently that were watching it on YouTube. Um, and they had watched it for over like 27 hours, something like that. So there's a lot of people like it. It it seems to be a really big hit, especially right now with people who can't travel. And it's, it's a good thing to offer. It's a really good service to offer right now if you don't already offer it. And you don't have to use YouTube necessarily. You don't have to have the setup that we have to where, you know, we're using a, a GH5 streaming, you know, well, we're recording in 4K, but it's, I think it streams out at 1080 or 720 or one or two. You can be doing it from a GoPro. You can be doing it from a cell phone. It's just something for you to add on or something for you to put in your portfolio to be able to do as a wedding videographer. So <clears throat> how do we actually stream it? Like I said, we're going to create a, a little bit more in-depth video where we're recording the screen, showing exactly how we do it. We're going to post that on YouTube, but I just want to, I want to kind, uh, I want to kind of walk through it. So if you haven't subscribed to our YouTube channel, you know, go ahead, make sure that you subscribe. That's the next video that we're going to put out is actually going to be the one uh, for setting up OBS and YouTube. So be sure to like, and we'll post something down here somewhere. We, we like to keep live streaming simple, simple to us becomes cost effective. And why I say that is I, uh Oh, I just lost the light. Oh man. Oh, the trials and tribulations of recording a podcast. For those of you who are just listening, all the lights turned off behind me for some reason. So we're going to keep going for the essence of time. Um, we like to keep it simple. We shoot with a single camera live stream. It's easy for me personally to set up, operate, etc. I know of plenty of people who use you know, multi live stream, excuse me, multi, uh, like all different audio, P all, all different audio channels coming in. That to me is just too much that's just a personal opinion like that. That's just too much. I think that once you get to a certain level when you're charging or not when you're charging, but when you're, when you're shooting with four or five cameras that are live streaming to like a, a black magic streaming deck and that the, the cost of that's just good for you because I would, I'm, I'm assuming that these people are charging as much as what I charge for a wedding, just a live stream. So we're not at that point. Uh, I know the majority of you listening probably aren't at that point. And that that's why we use free YouTube, free OBS and a single camera. We, we bring all of our own equipment. And what I mean by that is we bring the extension cord. We bring, um, the power strip, we bring everything that we need to set everything up. So we are completely self-contained. The only thing that we need is a outlet and electricity. Uh, our Wi-Fi hotspot is on its own thing. That's battery operated, obviously. So we don't need anything crazy with that. And we, uh, uh, 
we, like I said, we keep it simple. We connect the cam link to an HDMI cable. The HDMI cable is connected directly to the GH5. We use a Rode Wireless Go microphone. And I invested in that for the simple fact to live stream weddings. That was my entire thought process when I purchased the wireless go because we can mic up an officiant, feed it right back to the camera. And then the officiant's audio was being broadcast live. There are some limitations to that just in general terms when it comes to the distance. Uh, I want to say it's only rated for like 200 feet. Brittany and I tested it in the street, and once you are at like 100, 150 feet, if it's sitting under clothing, the sense the signal will go out. It wouldn't go through my t-shirt. I think I actually I think I put it on my belt, and it wouldn't go through uh, my t-shirt as it was sitting on the belt. So you need to factor some of that in. What we did to kind of get around that though, or what I did on one of the weddings was it was in a, a big Catholic church in downtown Boston we would have been pushing it distance wise when it came to the audio and the limitations of the, the wireless go. So I took a regular lav mic, put the wireless go on a uh, ledge on the second story of the church and just dropped the lav mic in front of a speaker and just let the audio from the speakers go into the lav. And then that, that was only like a distance of 20 feet. So there was line of sight. You had a short distance and that worked out really well. I had gotten the idea from another video that I had seen somewhere where somebody had taken a, um, a zoom H four and put it in front of a speaker, just put it on a, uh, a light stand, rolled it, just extended it all the way up and then just had the two stereo inputs facing a, uh, a speaker. And I was like, Oh, it's a really good idea. So I kind of mimicked that when we put everything, uh, when in that ceremony and just draped a, uh, love in front of a speaker like that. The our we use our safe cam as our, uh, live streaming camera. So our safe camera angle is our live streaming angle. We use an Olympus 40 to 150 as our safe cam because we can really punch in with that or we can kind of back it up depending on, you know, where you're at. Uh, so it gives a really clean image. You know, we love it. And that's, that's just what we use for our safe cam. That's, that's how we like to stream. One thing that you do need to remember is if your camera has the uh, HDMI recording settings for you to turn on or turn off your display settings, you need to make sure to turn those off before you start streaming. The GH5 allows you to go into the settings, go into HDMI record out, and then just turn that off. And then everything that you see on your screen goes off. Uh, and it's just the raw image that's being displayed. Well, not raw, like a camera raw, but just the image without the grid lines, the clock and battery life and that kind of stuff. So it, it cleans up your image for the live stream. Why would I put this episode together and why do we talk about it? Why, why would you go through all of this in today's market? People love it. People love the ability to be able to live stream their service to family members who can't be here. So why not offer it? Why not go through and do it? 
we're making supplemental income on just live streaming weddings. There's no editing involved. There's nothing else to it. We go, we set up, we live stream, we leave. That's it. Now we personally record the wedding just in case, but that's only one camera. So we, we have it just in case. I think that it is a perfect addition to packages right now. I think that it is a, it's a really good thing to talk to couples about. It's a really good thing to kind of educate couples about, especially if they have reservations about family members who won't be able to see the wedding. You know, we're seeing wedding parties from 150 go or not wedding parties, but entire, you know, the amount of people that are at a wedding go from 150 guests down to six. That's what I had on Saturday. There were six chairs. And we live stream the wedding to the other hundred folks that couldn't be there for that family. That was a great add on for them so that other family members feel included. They feel like they're part of what's going on and they get to experience what's going on in real time. And that's really important for a lot of people. You know, I really cannot stress how good of an add on live streaming is. I, I really can't. It's it's an unbelievable thing to offer to people who can't be here for a wedding. We charge $14.99 for it right now for single camera live stream. Why we charge that is because we always charge our half day rate. And then we charge pretty much the rest is bundled into what it costs for the equipment to use. So a good way to kind of go about looking at equipment costs is to think about what would it cost if I was the couple and I had to go to say borrow lenses and rent a GH5, rent a lens, get a tripod, all the HDMI cables, rent a computer. Like what would it look like if I were to sit down and rent all of the equipment that I needed to perform that service? We take a portion of that cost and we add that into the cost of our weddings, into our services, et cetera, because our equipment is expensive and it's, it's, we need to make sure that we're passing on some of that expense. That's just the way businesses work. Uh, I think that, you know, kind of to wrap things up and to talk about this a little bit right now is the time to add this. And it doesn't matter if you're just doing it with a cell phone or if you're doing it with a GoPro or if you're doing it with a, a Canon R5, it's the perfect time to put this into your packages and put this to use. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I just, I can't stress that enough. Like now is the time to add a service like this. So we're, we're going to put together another video that's going to come out probably around the same time that this one does. That's just going to have, it's just going to show how exactly we go through what settings we use, how we, how OBS integrates with YouTube and how to use the two of them concurrently. Uh, and we'll, we'll show everybody how we actually set it up for just a single camera and how we, how we use those. What was I going with that? How we use the, uh, how we use our, equipment and the software together. So as always, hope everybody is staying safe. Hope everybody's staying healthy, healthy. Hope everybody's staying healthy. Uh, you know, give us a like, subscribe, give us a follow, join our private Facebook group. All of that is down in the links below. Feel free to shoot me an email. Uh, you know, let me know what you think. I'm perfectly amicable with questions, comments, concerns, 
you name it. Give us some ideas for what you want to see next. And we will talk to you guys here in a little bit. All right, bye. to jumpstart your career and increase your abilities as a filmmaker, we highly recommend the full-time filmmaker course from Parker Walbeck. The course has hundreds of videos from camera basics to editing a corporate video. And did I mention they have Wedding Video Pro with Jake Weisler? The content is unbelievable. Use our affiliate link below to get started. You won't regret it. Just a disclaimer, we are affiliates of Full-Time Filmmaker and we would receive a small commission. So we would love it if you used our link below to launch your education today.